0: Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Wednesday morning. And joining us now on the line, we have New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad, who wants to respond to uh, something that Jack Spillane was saying during our turning on the light segment on Monday. So let's bring her on now. Good morning, Council President Morad. How are you? Good
2: morning, Tim. Happy Wednesday. To you as well. My puppy dog's looking at me saying, it wasn't Friday, you shouldn't be on the radio
0: yet. <laughs> <laughs> so your dog is basically the booker for all the interviews. That's that's, yeah. that's what you're learning here is that you have to, yeah. that's, and, and you know what, you, you get to keep that 10% that you would normally have to pay your agent, so. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know, this is my puppy dog that I stole. She's a good little girl and she's always at my side. She makes me smile and she brings the life to my house. So it's great, animals are wonderful. So, Kim, I thank you for a little bit of time this morning. I won't take much of your listeners' time, but I, I someone alerted me to the fact that um, in your segment on Monday with uh, Mr. Spillane, there were some comments made about uh, the Parallel Products Project, and specifically myself. And I just wanted to be sure that uh, I was on the record for what I have done as it relates to that project over the course of my term. Um, You may or may not know that back in September of 2015, this administration uh, put forward a TIF for what was Parallel Products, now called South Coast Renewables, and their move from their Chalmett Avenue processing plant, uh, glass and uh, can recycling plant, to the business park. And uh, they were in the process of purchasing the old Polaroid company up in the business park at that time. And prior to that, they had been operating on Charmed Ave. And although there had been minor issues as it relates to um, water runoff, et cetera, into, onto Sharmad Avenue, it was relatively uh, quiet operation without many violations, et cetera. So they were proposing to expand their operation, their glass and bottle recycling operation uh, to the business park and to build a canopy, et cetera, et cetera, in that area, and to employ additional people as it relates to their expansion of that piece of the business. And, um, you know, the Polaroid site is is questionable, whether it's a contaminated contaminated site. It's been vacant for many years. And when I, and I speak for myself only, when I looked at the five-year agreement that was being put before us to allow them to have some reduced, Taxes on their investment in the property. Um, I voted yes for that tip. I'm on the record voting yes for that tip. They purchased that property in 2016, and they began to relocate their uh, their recycling uh, plant there. And complaints started to come in from the various um, from the various neighborhoods, saying, you know, this is this is not a quiet operation, et cetera, et cetera, and so throughout that period of time from 2016 till 2020, when they were in front of the planning board again for further expansion, you know, there were continual um, visits as you relate from the building department and from the conservation department, Sarah Porter, as it relates to complaints that we were getting from the neighborhood. Many of those I was relaying forward uh, to those various departments. And then in 2020, in September of 2020, they came before the planning board. And from that point on, anytime they're in front of the planning board in front of any agency, a DEP EPA, you'll find me on record either speaking at a meeting or in writing and all of that stuff is public information because whenever I write a letter, no matter what it's for, for or against, I make it part of the city council agenda so that it's part of the permanent record of the city. You will find me on record saying, I am opposed to any expansion of the glass recycling. I am opposed to any, uh, expansion of their uh, business plan to do either bio or to do trash recycling. Every meeting that has been uh, held with regard to the residents, as it relates to parallel products, I've been there to speak my opposition. So I took exception to, um, Mr. Spillane's comments about myself. Um, you know, being a joint come lately to the opposition of this issue. I've been opposing this issue now for years. Um, I really believe that this will be a detriment to the residents in the North End, to their quality of life. Uh, when this administration put forward a host agreement um, a couple years ago, well, first of all, when they put forward uh, an appropriation to uh, give $250,000 to the legal battle against parallel products, I voted for that. And when they put forward the host agreement, uh, having used some of that money to structure a host agreement to allow parallel products to expand in that area and not have any uh, opposition from the administration, I voted against that. And, um, you know, there are several. I find it interesting that Mrs. Fulain mentions by name uh, Morad, Gomes, and Carney, uh, but there was another at-large councilor, Abreu, who didn't vote for the TIF, but's been on the council for a while now, who doesn't speak in opposition, and in fact thought that the host community agreement was a good idea. He's on record saying that. And you know, I thought again, I just find it really interesting that uh, Jack continues to, or Mr. Spillane continues to, sort of mislead the people in the way he vote, way the way he vocalizes things like parallel products. So again, I, I feel the need to stand up and say, "Look, this isn't true. This isn't about what I've done over the course of the last eight years as it relates to this uh, project." And I continue to stand firm. I want the people in the North End to know that you know I, I'm constantly in opposition. I congratulate uh, the people that are uh, organizing the group, Tracy and uh, Wendy, for organizing the opposition to this project. To this project, I hope that the health department will in fact stand up and protect the quality of life uh, for the people in the north end, we'll find out as it's been presented uh, again. There is another extension being requested for the DEP and the EPA. Currently the deadline's November 1st. We're asking that they push that back again. uh, And hopefully this project will never come to fruition in the north end of the city in New Bedford. I'm also on record, just one more, and I'll be quiet saying that if it does for some reason, Um, they'll be arresting me. It'll be the first time I've ever been arrested in my life, Uh, but they'll be arresting me because I'll be laying down in the road with maybe many other people in the business park, Um, you know, not allowing those trucks in. And I will say one more thing about this project and then I'll be quiet. Over the course of the last several years, although they're quiet because they're concerned about uh, their tenancy in the business park, Many of the business park owners have spoken to me personally about their opposition to this being allowed in the business park. And um, one thing that Mr. Spillane did say that I agree with is when Tom Davis was here, this would have never happened. But as soon as Tom Davis left, you know, we, uh, we anointed Derek Santos as the director and Derek Santos and John Mitchell allowed this project to move forward. It should have never moved forward. So I, for a few minutes
0: I'm two minutes more than I thought and I'm sorry. No no, that's fine. I mean uh, but the, the point that I want to make here is that you know for those who don't understand because people hear about parallel products now South Coast Renewables and they don't understand that what that project was well what that company was originally changed because they wanted yeah. to add more of these these services, more of these these opportunities for them to expand their business. So what might have been okay for folks at some point uh, eventually became to the point where it was just a little bit too far.
2: Yeah, and that's what I said. I mean, they were, they were going to take over a site that had been vacant for a long time. You know, they had an operation that might have been tolerable there. I'm not sure what the contaminants are in that site. I don't know that anybody does. Um, you know, and, okay, let's put it to use. Let's see if we can uh, have the taxes in the city of New Bedford being paid by this company. Let's see if we can employ a few people. But that changed, and when that changed, um, and it, that changed after the TIF was granted, the TIF was granted in 2015, it was a five-year TIF. And uh, then in 19 or 20, they began to talk about doing biosolids solid, solid, and uh, trash recycling. We, we don't want that in the north end of the city. The city has been very proactive for many years in making sure that we uh, change the way we process garbage, et cetera, at the Crapo Hill landfill, because we know that that has an expired life. It's not long to live. And you know, we've been very active in making sure that we reduce the amount of trash we put there. We don't need everybody else's trash coming to New Bedford.
0: all right. Well, I thank you, Council President Morad for calling in and uh, and we'll and Jack's going to join us on Monday, and you know he'll he'll talk more about this. but he he did say that if he was wrong, he would happily correct himself on air.
2: <laughs> well, that's ok. I thank you. But again, I just I want people to know that uh, what you hear is not always, uh, exactly the truth, and I'm not indicating that Mr. Spillane in any way uh, misspoke. But it's it's interesting the way you use words, how you can change the meaning of of something, and I felt the need to correct that, especially since I've been so vehemently against this project since the project changed.
0: Sure. I mean, I will say this. I was here with him in the studio as he was making those comments and he was reading from his Standard Times article that he wrote uh, back at the time. So as as, uh, as he pointed out, you know, if it's been inaccurate, it's been accurate, inaccurate for all that time. And this is the first that he's heard that it is. So,
2: Yes, I'm not one to call you on a regular basis to fix things. Uh, although uh, I know this is the second time I've called you in a month because uh, you do get to the point where when people are shooting at your your ability to do your job in an in a honorable and respectful and knowledgeable way sometimes you just have to correct the record
0: well that's what we're here for if you if you disagree with what callers are saying you can always call in and, and let your voice be heard
2: thank you tim i appreciate the time and i will be on with you and Councilor gomes on friday morning
0: all right we will talk to you then take care thank you
2: very much Bye-bye.
0: That is New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad, and uh, we still have some room for you at 508-996-0500. Before I've got to take my first break, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
1: Oh, goodness. Good morning, Tim. It's been a while. Doing a good job. Thank you. Um, You know, it's... uh, It'd be more genuine if she told the truth, you know. Uh, The fact is she did vote for the TIF, okay, and the language solid waste was in that document. That's that's public record. Anyone can go see that. Uh, in fact, uh, Brian Gomes was the president, uh, and uh, Joe Lopes was the vice president. Uh, it was pushed through. Uh, I believe there was somebody missing uh, in, in a certain position that made it easy for the council to push it through. And now I'm Linda Morad... Uh, you know, in 2015, they 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 voted for the TIF. In 2019, Brian Gomes is threatening to, to to lay down in front of the trucks. And in 2023, now Gomes is uh, uh, denying he ever voted for the TIF. So you know, they need to they need they need to just admit they made a mistake. Well, just- they dropped the ball. And it's fine if they're against it now. Okay, maybe they didn't do their their job or or look into it enough. And, you know, now they're against it. That's fine. Well, as
0: we, as we pointed out, though, you know, parallel products move the goalposts. They're the ones that changed what it was that they wanted to, to be doing at that facility. But so when you say that mm. it, it mentions solid waste in that agreement, is, but is solid waste the same as that bio waste? Is it the same as that sludge that they, they want to be producing? That there?
1: should have been asked uh, in 2015. You know, you don't vote for a TIF not knowing that because solid waste, in my opinion, and I'm not that educated you know i'm mostly self-educated right and when i hear solid waste i think of feces
0: no that would be bio waste
1: i know but i'm just telling you as as a, a, a a person that doesn't understand right and the councils aren't that much brighter than me let's face it right so don't you think they should have questioned all of this in 2015
0: well, but if, if they wanted to do bio-waste and they said solid waste, that's not the same thing. So then parallel products it's would have been a, in violation it was of that a, agreement. It was, a, it was a way in. It doesn't matter if the counselors understand it. it. What matters is if it's legally, you know, covering what they're doing at that facility or not. They,
1: in, in my opinion, and in many people's opinion, they obviously dropped the ball. Especially when, when you got city council Brian Gomes standing up saying he didn't vote for a tip. Uh, it says Duchesne Boulevard on the tip. In 2015, they weren't talking about Sharma They're pulling the wool over our eyes. You know, just because they didn't do their research and understand that this company could not, it wouldn't be viable for them to only do the glass and the plastic. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a no-brainer. It was a backdoor way in, and they fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Have a good
0: day. All right. Take it easy. Uh, we do have somebody on the VIP line. Uh, let's go to that. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello. You're on the air. Yeah. Tim, is Jack Spillane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought it might be you. Hello.
3: <laughs> I just, um, uh, very quickly, I just wanted to clarify. Uh, Linda Moore had made a sound like I made a mistake, like I had something to correct. I did not. In fact, what she said was exactly what I wrote and what I said on the air. It was, it was actually not a TIF. It was a special tax agreement, which is pretty much like a TIF. And it was for the business park. Brian was wrong, Brian Gomes, when he said that it was for Charmant Avenue. It was for the business park at a different location, which is what I said. And then they later moved to a second location where they didn't have the TIF, which I wrote in my column in 2019. I also said that all of them are on board now, including Warren. I understand the mayor. Uh, Councilor Morad, Councilor Gomes, Councilor Carney. I don't know if Councilor Abu voted for it or not, but if he did, he should be, should be in that bunch too. I'm happy to say that. I've criticized him on many things, but Councilor Morad, what I object to is that she was trying to make it sound by blowing up a lot of smoke that I made a mistake. When even she said, she's not saying I did say anything wrong, she said I was giving people the wrong impression with words. I was giving them the exact right impression with words. My understanding is that tip. Was for a specific purpose for glass recycling and all that, and and, and um, I think um, plastic. But there are. But when you have that kind of uh, refuse, uh, trash thing, you can always expand it into other kinds of trash, like uh, solid waste and and even biosolids. The only thing new is that when the mayor finally got on board, he did negotiate a contract, which. Supposedly eliminates the biosolids, although the neighbors still say they still think it can be brought back in at some point. But th- they always had the right because it's that kind of business. So you know, you know, I, I think Linda does a good job on some things, a bad job on others. But she's trying to make this like somehow I, I had it wrong when I actually had it right. And you know, she they, they the whole council, the mayor, all you know, eased the way for this for this troublesome business to be in the business park, and then they moved to another one. I think Tom Davis was the protector, and now it's going to be you know, more difficult for them to get, to get them out. They're all fighting now, and I think they're all earnestly fighting, but I, I, I just think it's an uphill battle because the law, you know, it, it, a lot of it will depend on the health board, but the law is, 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 um, allows them to do, according to zoning, what they're doing. So, you know, I just, you know, politics is politics, but I just didn't want to let that go by, by because she sounded like she was kind of, talk about being coy with words. She was trying to make it sound like I made a mistake when, in fact, she was reiterating that my facts were exactly correct, but just that somehow they misled the public, that she hadn't been in and off in the beginning. Yes, as soon as they realized how bad this was going to be, they all got off the BNB, and although I would argue that the mayor still would really like to have kind of operation that solves the trash problem anybody who's mayor might want to do that Mm -hmm. but but you know i i just think you know it's it's politics it's fine you know but i just want to clarify that quickly because the election's coming up and you know my name was used and i just wanted to do that so i appreciate letting me
0: me come on tim no problem at all we will talk to you on monday yep bye-bye And uh, callers, hang on. We will get to you. I just got to take a break before we get to the news. Uh, But we will take your calls before the end of the hour. I just want to point out I went to the EPA's website and the EPA defines municipal solid waste as um, trash or garbage. It says more commonly known as trash or garbage consists of everyday, everyday items we use and then throw away, such as product packaging, grass clippings, furniture, clothing, bottles, food scraps, newspapers, appliances, paint, and batteries. Things that come from our homes, schools, hospitals, and businesses. So in terms of the, the term, you know, solid waste, that's what that contract would have been referring to. The, the, any kind of uh, human feces or anything like that would have been classified as bio-waste. So that's just to give some, some EPA level definitions, which is what really matters here. Uh again, five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We'll be right back. <laughs> Callers, we will get to you right after the news. I promise. I won't waste any time. But right now we have to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with everything that's going on in the world
4: with Ariel Dorsey. <laughs> The next vote for Speaker of the House will be this morning after Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan failed to get a majority. Jordan, the top Republican nominee, confirmed the news after leaving a meeting Tuesday afternoon. Jordan went on to say he has no plans of dropping out of the speaker battle, emphasizing he had essentially the same amount of traction as former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy did during his first vote. President Biden says it appears the deadly explosion at a hospital in Gaza was done by the other team. Biden made the comment shortly after arriving in Israel today and speaking with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Hundreds are believed to have died Tuesday after a hospital was struck in Gaza City. Palestinian officials blamed Israeli airstrikes for the blast, but the IDF has denied any involvement. The Senate minority leader and fellow Republicans are looking to freeze $6 billion in Iranian assets. Senators Mitchell, Mitch McConnell, Tom Cotton and John Kennedy unveiled legislation to stop the transfer of the funds. A key part of a deal struck between the White House and Iran to release five American prisoners. Kentucky lawmaker McConnell said on the Senate floor that the deal is absurd and freeing up the assets would embolden Tehran. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is warning it's only a matter of time before asylum seekers will be sleeping on the street. Adams says the city is averaging 4,000 new migrants a week and says it's a constant battle to find new shelter space for them. He just added a new policy that limits the time migrant families can spend in shelters to 60 days. About one-third of U.S. parents have trouble getting diapers. A combination of factors seem to be at work, according to the Institute for Research on Poverty. Inflation, increased demand, and fewer diapers being offered by low-income service providers. They recommend cloth diapers for those who have ready access to washers. A new chili pepper has broken the Guinness World Record for world's hottest. Pepper X, create about, created by South Carolina in Ed Curry, registers at just under 2.7 million Scoville units, the measurement scale for spicy heat. That's nearly three times hotter than the previous record holder, the Carolina Reaper. In sports, Boston Celtics managed to take the victory over the New York Knicks 123-110 to at TD Garden. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 28 points to go along with a team-high three steals. Kristaps Porzinger chipped in with 20 points and eight rebounds. The Celtics will wrap up their exhibition schedule tomorrow night when they visit the Charlotte Hornets. And three straight wins could be on the horizon for the Bruins. David Pasternak is leading the team and scoring with three goals and one assist. After earning back-to-back victories at home, they will hit the road for the first time this year when they visit the San Jose Sharks tomorrow night. And the Patriots are making moves to their roster after after an announcement on Tuesday. New England has signed offensive lineman Connor McDermott to the practice squad. McDermott was placed on the injured reserve list on August 29th and was released from the list on September 8th. The Patriots are currently last in the AFC East and will host the Buffalo Bills this week. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6.
2: Good to be with you, everybody, on this Wednesday. This morning, a few spot showers, mostly clear skies, some clouds, and the temperatures in the upper 50s. This afternoon, a spot shower increasing clouds, lower 50s, with a light south-southwest wind. Overnight, dry, partial clearing. We could see some patchy fog develop after midnight hours. For tomorrow, beautiful weather pick of the week with mostly sunny skies in the upper 60s sure to watch ABC6 for my full summer day forecast. From the ABC6
4: Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
1: Think of it as breakfast for your mind to the tim weisberg show on wbsm
0: and back to your phone calls 508-996-0500 good morning you're next on wbsm hello you're on the air once twice all right good morning you're next on wbsm
3: hi tim how you doing good how are you good i'm going to change the subject slightly did you put, are you publishing the list of the winners for the uh the trump money
0: uh, contest so you can get the list of winners by uh you have to send a self-addressed stamp envelope to our corporate office and they will send you back the list of winners but i oh. can i can oh. tell you that uh fun 107 has an article up about the grand prize winner oh
3: okay so, so i can go on their website and find
0: out they have an article about the grand prize winner. It doesn't name all the individual winners, but you can get that by, by writing to the company. Because the, the, the place where they keep all that, we didn't select the names. So the oh. con- contesting people selected all the names. And,
3: and this, and this uh, uh, contest was run on Fun 107 as well, right? Yes. Same time? Yep. Okay.
0: So, okay and and they definitely have the story about the winner. I was reading it yesterday. Okay, thank you. I was trying Bye-bye. to see if she was single so I could find out if she wanted to use some of that thirty grand on me, but it didn't say.
1: Okay very good. <laughs> all right have a good Thank day you.
0: all right uh, yes if you want to get uh, that list of winners um, shoot me an email tim at wbsm.com I will send you the list of the contest rules with all the information of where to send that away uh, and they will send you the list of winners that way We just don't we we weren't selecting the winners here you're entering it into that into that uh, entry form and then our digital operations team takes care of all that. So so that we don't have to mess around with it while we're on the air. Otherwise, I'd have to have you enter it in, and then I'd have to go into the system and pull the name out, and we don't have that kind of time. So part of the agreement of being able to, to give it away on WBSM and have, have the contest here was I had to take as much of it out of everybody's hands here as I could because it's just we've got too much going on. Over at Fun 107, it's a different story. Uh, they have a very fast-paced morning show over there, but there's three people so somebody can take the time to do all that and uh, and they'll use interns sometimes to to kind of help out with some of the the work that they got to do over there over here in here it's just me it's just me and Ariel here doing all the work ourselves so i'm uh, i'm i'm hosting the show she's gathering all the news and uh, we're making it all happen we do have an intern she's very nice we have a couple of interns that switch off but uh, they don't come in till my show is almost over so but uh yes, so part of it was how much of it can we take off of our plates in order to be able to get this contest going and to get it successful and I think it worked out pretty well. So I think uh I think you will see the return of your opportunity to win cash somewhere down the line here on WBSM. I hope that you all enjoyed the the Trump jokes. They were really good. So now that the contest is over, if you if you didn't realize what was going on, That was Taylor Cormier, of course, doing the Trump impression for us. And he just gave us absolute gold. I did not write a script for him at all. Um, I wouldn't have been as funny as as he was. I basically just said, here are the codes. Do whatever you want with them. You just have to make sure you say them twice. That's the only requirement that we have for the contest is we want to have it said twice and clearly so that people can hear it. But everything else around that, you just riff and do your thing and i would be putting those codes together every day you know kind of editing editing all the stuff around them to put them into the system and i'd be in my office giggling and outright guffawing and then having to tell people you got to hear this one it's just it's so good and i save them all so that i can go back and listen to them later i don't know if when we do this contest in the future if we'll do it as win trump's money you know we might have uh we might have played out that joke but the the, the, the moment that we had <laughs> was was definitely one that caught people's attention. From what I heard, people were talking about it all over the South Coast, which is what we were hoping for. Basically, we wanted to get something that would grab your attention and let you know exactly what the contest was all about so that if we do continue on with it in the future, you would know how to play. And, uh, and I think people enjoyed it, so we will definitely bring it back. We also have some other things we're going to be giving away. Very soon, very, very soon, I'll be giving away tickets to go see a hip hop legend. You know what? We're getting close enough to the contest. I can give you. I've been giving you the hint. I've been telling you how ladies love him. How he's very cool. Um, if you've ever seen his hat, it's like a shark's fin. You know, his his mother encourages violence against other people. His mother actually encourages him to knock people out. At one point, he was, uh, I believe he was the man of the house. You've probably seen him in many movies. Of course, I'm talking about LL Cool J. So coming up in just a few weeks, we'll be giving away tickets to go see LL Cool J, an absolute legend. And from what I understand, even at his, you know, advanced age of, he's probably like 50, but (laughs) I know I say advanced age, I'm being facetious. Uh, He's still in amazing shape. Uh, Anybody that knows LL Cool J knows he's been a, a weightlifter and. Uh, he's been somebody who has always kind of, you know, kept himself in great shape. And from what I understand, his shows, just watching him perform, will exhaust you. That's how much energy he puts into these shows. So we'll be giving away tickets to that coming up in just a few weeks. 508 996 0500. If you want to call in and chime in. If you're looking to go out and get yourself some delicious breakfast, let me recommend just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth because they have their fall menu happening right now, their fall specials. So when they are putting out their weekly specials and their weekend specials, they're focusing on fall fall flavors. And there was one that they put out last weekend that I hope they're bringing back because I've got to try this. The Brookie Pancakes. What's a brookie? It's a combination of brownie and cookie dough in a pancake. You know what else they had? And I wish I could have made it over there this past weekend. Well, they had my favorite Boston cream Texas French toast. But I don't know that I would have got that necessarily because they had pumpkin pancakes. They had a sloppy Joe and cheese omelette, which i've I've made that before, but it was it wasn't because I intended to. It was because I was like, oh, what can I do with this? But that's what's great about Just Another Phoenix is they take these ideas and they kick them up a notch to borrow from a a neighbor. Uh, Also, though, I would have probably had to have gone for the Reuben and Swiss omelet. Pastrami, sauerkraut, Thousand Island dressing, and Swiss cheese in an omelet. I'm a fan of Reuben's, huge fan of Reuben's. You know, I say enjoy every sandwich, and I'm usually thinking about a Reuben or North Shore roast beef. But uh, I will say that I will eat a Reuben in any form. Pizza, wrap, certainly an omelet. So, uh, again, these are just some of the specials that they had at Just Another Phoenix this past weekend. Who knows what they're going to come up with for this weekend and what they're running today. So you can stop in and visit them on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. And remember, you don't have to get out of the car and go into the restaurant sit down and eat. You can get their menu through the drive-up window. They have a brand new drive-up menu to make it easier for you to decide what you're going to have, but you give them a call too, you can tell them what you want, they'll have it ready for you. That's the wonderful thing about Just Another Phoenix restaurant, it's just not another restaurant. They they want to make it so that you can have a delicious homemade breakfast in a way that works for you. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few. Stay tuned. <laughs> back in 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in and listen something's got to change with the new england patriots and it's got to change this sunday when the patriots host the buffalo bills it's coming up again this sunday and pre-game on wbsm is at 10 a.m and kickoff is at 1 p.m so it's going to be one of those early games which is always good because you know, then you get the chance to watch some other football that might might turn on a little bit differently. But Patriots-Bills, it's going to be a good one. The Bills did not have their, one of their best performances last week. The Patriots almost could have pulled that one off. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if they play a little bit better against Buffalo this coming Sunday. Remember, New England Patriots action on WBSM is brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and... And D&J Enterprises. So uh, you can catch all of the Patriots action all season long right here on WPSM. So we have uh, some room left and some time left for you at 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in on some of the many topics we've been discussing this morning, whether it be parallel products slash South Coast renewables. Uh, We were talking about the owner of the Lizzie Borden House has now purchased the Velisca Axe Murder House in Iowa. Which if you are someone who is not a fan of the way that he has turned the Lizzie Borden house into um, something that's more geared toward scaring people and and getting reactions on social media and on things like TikTok and YouTube and all of that. Well, now he's going to have the opportunity to do the same thing in Villisca. The difference between that house and the Borden house, in the Borden house two adults were murdered and the Villisca axe murder house six children were killed among the eight victims. That were brutally murdered with an axe. So that's why people are a little bit concerned. Again, we don't know for sure that it's going to not be respectful of that. but And some folks will argue the fact that they've just had paranormal investigation going on there for years already. Could be considered disrespectful. That any ghost hunting could be considered disrespectful. I've heard it all over the years. And, uh, and we can certainly have that debate at some point as well. Uh, also, if you missed the other big paranormal news that I announced this morning, this Friday... New Bedford's own Stephanie Burke, who is a psychic medium and my co-host on Spooky South Coast, she has a brand new television series that will be debuting. Her and her boyfriend Scott, Scott Porter, who you've heard many times on Spooky South Coast and who I worked with on shows like Haunted Towns and Ghost Asylum. They have a brand new show that will debut this Friday on Fox Nation. The Fox Nation streaming service, if you have that already, you should be able to watch that on Friday. All six episodes are going to be released at once, so you can binge it over the weekend if you want. Uh, if you don't have it, they have uh, some deals that they're running right now, so you can get the first seven days, I believe, for $1.99, or you can get the first, you can get like a three-month subscription on a deal. And if you are a veteran or a first responder, they will give you your first year of Fox Nation for free. So you can go to the Fox Nation website, sign up for it, get all the details there about how you can save some money on it. But basically you can watch the show. It's going to be called Secrets of the Asylum. It debuts this Friday on Fox Nation. And I kept telling Stephanie the whole time that they've been waiting to be able to announce this, uh, you know, not that I knew things that I wasn't supposed to know, but I kept telling her, there's no way I'm subscribing to Fox Nation, not even to watch your show. I'm just going to reach out to them and get screeners. I'm not giving Fox Nation my money. But of course I'm going to get a subscription to support them. 508-996-0500. Good morning, you're next on WBSM.
5: Hey, good morning, Tim. How's it going? Good, how are you doing? Great. Hey, uh, maybe I misheard, but you know what I gathered out of that entire conversation about parallel products, obviously the the sludge and all that. But um did I hear correctly when they were saying that they were trying to work out like tax incentives for to give parallel products like tax breaks, so on and so forth?
0: Yeah, they, so there was a vote to give them a tiff when they were at on Shaman Avenue.
5: So let me ask you this. What about the regular people of New Bedford? Why don't we get any tax incentives? For example, let me let me explain. I purchased a small business, which was a, a, a problem property in the city of New Bedford. That I basically turned around, cleaned up, so on and so forth. Why didn't I get any tax incentives as somebody who's trying to start a small business in the community? Why wasn't I offered any of that? Well, the, why was it such a hassle for me to try let, to get
0: basic things? Because, such as, well, um, let me because let me, just in the interest of time, because I got to take another yep. break here. But let me tell you what the biggest response to that will be. How many people have you hired as a result of your job here locally, as a result of your business here locally?
5: But let me, let me argue with that, and I understand that 100%, right? They create businesses, but at the same time, let's compare apples to apples, right? So they're a multi-million dollar business that's going to hire, say, so many. I'm not that person, right? My income is small. I'm starting off at – but I will hire people. But let me ask you this as well. What about my dollars? My dollars are going to go immediately into the community. For example, when I get to the point, hopefully I can, have, uh, I can advertise on WBSM. Hopefully I can continue to hire people. My dollars are going to go into coat drives into the city, into donating and helping out people who need affordable housing. I'm a landlord. If I make enough, my plan is to purchase another property with my profit to help people out in the community and basically give them, quote-unquote, affordable housing or as affordable as I can be, so on and so forth. What are these people doing for our community?
0: Well, and from what I understand, it's not like the TIF means that they're paying zero taxes. It just no, it, and, and so they're still bringing in money. They're still bringing in revenue. They're bringing in tax dollars. They're bringing in, in the case of parallel products, a service that the city will eventually be using when the landfill is fil- filled. So, I mean, there there is a reason to want to have them come in here and have them work with you.
5: No, I I understand that, but again, I'm going to the the people who are here and who are trying to build small businesses. I don't think it's fair that we offer these multi million dollar corporations. Uh, all of these tax incentives and these incentives to come into our city. And then you have people who could definitely greatly benefit from these incentives and who want to build in this community, but they don't have the same opportunities as these other people. I don't think it's fair, you know? So if people want to drive business and bring business to new Bedford and, you know, keep the money in the city, in home and get, in the community, I think they should incentivize the people in this community who are trying to build up these
0: small businesses. No, I, I don't know, I, maybe
5: it's a crazy idea, but it's just something No, I, yeah, where
0: you're coming out. from. I just got to hold you there to take the break, but thank you for the call. Yeah, and uh, you as well. I will take that final break. We'll be back in just a few. All right. Welcome back. I uh, just want to correct. I misspoke the, and, and Jack Spillane uh, was able to point it out that the TIF was for the business park, not Chalmont Avenue. So uh, I'll correct myself on that. Also, before we go, I want to let you know about the butcher shop at 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford, because that is the place to go, not only for great quality meats, I'm talking much better than the supermarket. You just walk in, you take a look at the sirloin steaks, the steak tips, the uh, the tomahawk steaks, and you look at how well marbled those are, you're not going to see that in the supermarket. And you're not going to pay that much more than you would in the supermarket either. You're getting much higher quality at about the same price, but also you can get everything that you need at the butcher shop whether it be beer and wine whether it be cheeses whether it be all the other ingredients that you need to make a great dinner and you can get food that's already made so you don't even have to worry about cooking maybe you want to save a little time and get something that's already marinated eric will take care of you with that but maybe you want to have something that they've cooked up for you right there